Pueblo, Oregon. It's Thursday, June 4th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. 26 of the 31 Oregon counties that started the first phase of their gradual reopening in mid-May have applied to take the next step. If their applications are approved, the counties could further ease restrictions on businesses and increase the size of permitted gatherings to accommodate churches, museums, and movie theaters. State epidemiologist Dean Seidlinger said Wednesday that Phase 2 is where Oregon will be living for months, through the summer and into the fall. He said the state would continue to evaluate additional activities, but that it would not move beyond Phase 2 until there are preventative measures in place and an effective vaccine. Some of the counties that have applied do not appear to qualify under the criteria the state has released. The state has expressed that it will be flexible in some cases. Public health officials on Wednesday refused to release key statistics used to justify the reopening of Oregon counties. The state has cited an exemption in public records laws for public health investigations. The new head of the Oregon Employment Department promised Wednesday he would move quickly to work through the thousands of unprocessed jobless claims and make it easier for unemployed workers to reach the department, even if that means calling in the National Guard. Interim Director David Gerstenfeld took over the department Sunday after Governor Kate Brown fired his predecessor, Kay Erickson. The department has struggled to cope with an unprecedented volume of jobless claims, erroneously denying benefits and frustrating workers with a phone system that's so overloaded it's essentially inoperable. Gerstenfeld said Wednesday the Employment Department had discussed bringing in the National Guard to assist in contacting workers with pending claims. He said there isn't time to train the Guard on the detailed claims process, but he said members of the Guard could take down basic information and help people understand their claims status. The Oregon National Guard was recently mobilized to help set up field hospitals for treating COVID-19 patients. On Monday, Brown said Guard members will provide unarmed support to police during protests in Portland. Several videos of police using force and other tactics against protesters on Tuesday night have raised questions about how the Portland Police Bureau has interacted with crowds. As many as 10,000 people gathered Tuesday night in Pioneer Courthouse Square, and the vast majority remained peaceful as they remembered George Floyd, a black man who died May 25th after being restrained by police in Minneapolis. The protesters called for an end to police brutality. Later in the night, a group confronted police at a fence that had been erected around several blocks of the downtown core, including City Hall, the county courthouse, and the Multnomah County Justice Center. Officers fired tear gas and other projectiles to try to disperse the crowds, which was captured on dozens of videos and live streams. Police Chief Jamie Resch disputed accusations, including from City Commissioner Joanne Hardesty, that police had fired tear gas indiscriminately saying that they had only used force when protesters threw bottles and attempted to dismantle the fence. In another video, officers can be seen jumping out of a van and marking at least two vehicles on their rear bumpers with spray paint. Resch said police were marking cars so they could identify and stop them at a later time. Another video showed a police SUV crashing through a makeshift barricade, scattering protesters who ran to get out of the way. Resch said officers believed the protesters were going to set fire to the barricade. More protests were underway Wednesday night. Go to OregonLive.com for the latest.
A group of volunteers that served meals to homeless Portlanders has dropped a lawsuit against the city. Portland's Parks Department in October implemented a new permit that would limit meal service to one night a week in any park. The permit itself would cost $137, and it required insurance that would cost another $75 per event. The volunteer group argued that serving meals was protected under the First Amendment. But Portland Parks and Recreation shelved the permit system because of the coronavirus pandemic. It's still asking social service providers to give the Bureau advance notice about meal service. Meals have also been stopped during the pandemic. Instead, volunteers are delivering meals to people living outdoors in the city. Mayor Ted Wheeler, who oversees the Parks Bureau, said he expects it will revisit the issue once the COVID-19 emergency has passed. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian or go to OregonLive.com. Live.com.